You're listening to the Tomato Tomato Podcast. This is a podcast about movies and sometimes TV and sometimes accepting awards for the musical comedy category, but not this year. Maybe next year will be our year. Anyways, this is a very special episode about the Golden Globes. That was a roundabout intro in a lot of ways. I was sitting there, like, trying to figure out how point A went into point B and stuff. Maybe it's just the alcohol I've had to try to get through this three-and-a-half-hour-long award show. It was a very long one. It It ran over a little bit. It went into the local news, which, like, we're in Chicago. It's kind of a big news day. The Bears just lost. Everyone's upset. Hashtag double doink. (laughs) Hashtag double doink. We're making t-shirts. Yep. We're only half joking about that. Surrender Cobras everywhere. <laughs> um, but yes, so the Globes were tonight. Um, if you follow us on Twitter, you were more than aware of the Globes being tonight. You also probably knew that anyway. We didn't have to tell you. But yeah. I. It. Okay, first so, up, we didn't see a lot of the nominees. So I will say something, though. Like. I'll, I'll try to see at least more of the nominees for, before the Oscars come out. But part of the thing is it's like, I have no fucking idea what's going to be nominated for the Oscars. Because as I was explaining to you and to my mom and the, as the internet was kind of agreeing tonight, it's like this show is a weird bubble that has no concept of how like the rest of the award shows go. Everyone gives it this extra like recognition of, oh, this sets the tone of like what the Oscars are gonna be. And that's true in some to an extent, extent. But it also never really not. it never really translates over to the Oscars. Like it's, no one's watching the Golden Globes and placing their bets on the Oscars. Well based I mean people on, people used to. Like, used to, that, but that, that's not the case anymore. Well and part it of it doesn't really telegraph part of the what you're gonna get. Is, is it's like Someone tweeted and pointed out none of the Hollywood Foreign Press is in the Academy. So it's two completely different pools of thinking and pools of deciding what's good content. This is why we get stuff like Oscar so white and not Hollywood Foreign Press so white. I mean, granted, there's still cases of that issue. The Hollywood Foreign Press, it's it's always this weird case. Because, like, for me, the, the biggest example of how they do their work was the whole controversy around The Martian. And, like, everyone kind of gave that shit of, like, how is this best comedy slash musical when there was nothing that really justified it being either but the hollywood foreign press almost to an extent is more concerned with throwing the best party than they are with nominating the best possible nominees and so it was like holy shit we can have matt damon at our party and we'd rather do that than like have to cut another movie that actually deserves to be in the drama Mm -hmm. category so they they always are a little bit of an outlier because they throw in these movies that aren't necessarily going to get as much of an Oscar buzz. And even like the TV nominations to an extent weren't the same as what the Emmys were. But it's always so with the Golden Globes, it's always this weird mix of the mainstream popular movies and the not the indie art house but the typical drama pieces the overly the, white pieces we that, saw that, that with you TV. always expect yeah so with this year there's a lot of uh categories there's 25 in total we're not going to run down all of them but like even so going to what you said about like overly white like there were multiple categories with like the mini series ones and with whatever where like you were like oh that's like a grandma show or even like okay we can talk about it now because like everyone on twitter is like what the fuck the kaminsky method 
Method, which is a show that most people have no fucking idea. No one knows what that show is. I Apparently, s- it is a comedy show yeah. that is on Netflix. I, I know nothing about it. What Alan Arkin is in it? Yeah. Google, like, what... I'm see, not... No, I was like, just see what, like, Google pretends that the plotline of it is. You <laughs> joked that it's, like, a show that's stuck in another show. Like, it's it is. not it even It seems a like real... a background show. Yeah. So, it, it's about some guy in his twilight years, an aging coach... Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's like, but it's, it's like Louis for old dudes. But kind really, of. so that's what it is. And it somehow like almost swept. It almost did. I don't know how. There wasn't really one big sweeper this year. Yeah, there were. Eh. I think eh. nothing won more than like two or three awards. It, I mean, like yeah, like the Green Book won. Yeah, I would say three. I would say Green Book is the closest thing to a sweeper because it won three. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Close one for the wife, which is yeah. another thing of like the Kaminsky okay, method of this like, new thing. Okay, we need to like slow down a little bit though, because we're going through a lot of like things. Like we're 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 branching over a lot of territory right now, and we're only maybe like a couple minutes into the episode. But yeah, I mean, there's so many. Like you said though, there's so many things that were nominated in that one where it's like okay, cool, that's getting recognition, but is it really worth, is it really one of the five best things of the past year? Well, well, with the case of, like, The Wife, yeah, that's more of, like, we don't care about the movie, it's just Glenn Close gave a really yeah. good performance in this maybe okay movie. Yeah, like, there's, and like I was kind of saying before we started recording, there's totally a trend with the Globes and with the Oscars where it's like we're going to nominate this movie because this one performance really stands out but the rest of the movie itself is not good or it's fine but like this one performance really elevates it and so that seemed to be the case with this yeah yeah because because the other big winners you had Rami yeah. for Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, you're again it's like we're kind of going through a lot of stuff because I thought we were going to kind of like Bohemian Rhapsody was its own personal clusterfuck, but well, we'll get to that in the whole. We still other haven't episode. seen it. We wanted to see it. It's just like I just found it interesting. Like I'm happy that Rami won. I like him a lot. I meant to see this movie, and we we didn't get around to it. But it's just like I. It's it's crazy to me that like this one best picture and it won best actor and they like had to gloss over the fact of who directed it and basically pretend that no one directed this movie and it's not even for like the time's up controversy of it all it's like oh he was so unprofessional we had to fire him yep and (laughs) and that's just weird it also like someone pointed out it's a musical it should have been nominated for like it's more of a musical see we've had this uh, debate off mic where I don't see. I, Grant, I haven't seen the movie. I don't yeah. see Bohemian Rhapsody as a musical. It is a music movie with music in it. To me, a musical is something where the music is integrated into the plot and advances the story, where characters spontaneously burst into song and dance. But see that, I mean that. That is, is the definite. Okay, then, that is true, but it also isn't because movie musicals have this weird line of. So is the Star Born a musical? It, it teeters the line. It, it competed as drama, which I think makes sense. But at the same time, if depending on how you wanted to shake it, it has enough musical numbers in it to justify being in the musical category. See, to me, it's more drama than I mean, it is. It, it absolutely is. But at the same s- time, it's like, there's, I don't know, there's always this weird, because... Yeah, because, like, the only one that's really in this category of, like, oh, that's absolutely a musical is, like, Mary Poppins, which has, like, 
from my understanding, half as many musical numbers as, like, A Star is Born and Bohemian Rhapsody. Hmm. Like, there isn't a whole lot of singing. Even then, I would consider Mary Poppins Return a musical over those two. Yeah. Because that is one where music is part of the plot. It's, Uh like... Things are conveyed through music. It's just, it's, it's, the the comedy or musical thing is such a weird catch-all category because it, it made sense when the Globes first started, but then now it's like you only really get one or two music-heavy movies a year, and so they always kind of, that always gives them like a place for recognition, even if they're not going to get it elsewhere. But at the same time, it's like, you almost could define it differently than comedy or musical because then you get shit like the martian where it's like no there's no singing there's barely no. any comedy why the fuck is this that, in this well category? that's a whole like studio we wanted to award hang out politic with, thing yeah it was like we wanted to hang out with matt damon so yeah. who cares whereas they also wanted to hang out with christian bale inspired by satan <laughs> uh winner his, of the musical yes. comedy category for vice god that's so weird <laughs> like I Christian guess... Bale goes the extra nine mile yards, yeah. whatever, to be... He's very transformative. He's unrecognizable. There, there was Dickless this Cheney. tweet. Yeah, Dickless Cheney. Thank you, Monster Factory, for influencing how I say Dick Cheney now. Um, there was this tweet tonight that was basically like, um, if... Christian Bale had to play Charles Manson, he would go too far and actually murder people. Because that's he's, about what we're at. He's like, an intense method actor. And, I, and it was one far. of those things, we haven't seen Vice. I, I might see it depending, I don't know, depending on what else I want to see that might be more important. But, like, it, it is like worth noting that it's like okay yeah he did like he is genuinely unrecognizable it's really hard to like i mean this is the guy who goes from yeah. the machinist who loses God, like a yeah. hundred pounds to bulking the heck up for exactly. batman a few months later exactly so yeah. he will rigorously torture his body yeah to do whatever for a role <laughs> yeah it's one of those things where i'm like his his medical records and his like medical information has to be bonkers because yeah. it's like oh your your internal organs don't work the way they should anymore um and then so another one which i was almost doubting that it would win i had no but- faith because because it's one of those things we've talked about this category of like this could go two different ways depending on how what kind of trend people want to have so it's the animated category uh i I had no faith that Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was going to win. And Vulture, you should fix your article. There is a hyphen in Spider-Man. But moving on. And in Spider-Verse. It, but they it, also it's well were deserved. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, like I thought it was going to go to like Incredibles 2 or Isle of Dogs just because Wes Anderson, Circle Jerk. I'm not into <laughs> that stuff, but whatever. Um, but it, it's well deserved. They recognized fucking quality. They recognized, like, it's it's a thing that we've talked about, which the Globes is not a good indicator of this more often than not, but it's that thing of, like, in five or ten years, what is going to be the one thing in this category that people are going to remember? It's going to be Spider-Verse. It's not going to be Incredibles 2. Exactly. And we'll see if the Oscars follow suit and believe the same thing. We've been saying off mic for two weeks now that it's like maybe Incredibles will win because it's always Pixar and Pixar always wins. Or see, for the for the Academy, they just 
see Pixar and they just check that box. Because it's also that thing of when they, whenever they do the like behind the scenes, like people being candid anonymously about their ballots, the animated category. It's, it's always like, people, hey, we skipped it. It's we always watch. like I didn't see it. I just saw who was uh, who was like nearby it, and I just kind of like wrote in Pixar because I figured it was good if it's a Pixar yeah, movie. Uninformed voting is not voting. Exactly. <laughs> um, but it's it like it's spun a whole fandom it's launched a whole bunch of stuff like spider sona it's 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 changed how i look at superhero movies and at animated movies it's help helping legitimize good animation and comic book genre media in film absolutely um so we'll see if it wins the oscar when the nominations come out we'll do a whole episode about what snubs and surprises there are in there but we're hoping it will win for that because it should and then you have a string of winners and categories and shows and movies that I'm like, I I am indifferent. These two being Ben Wishaw in A Very English Scandal and Patricia Arquette in Escape at uh, Danamora. Even like um, Richard Madden winning for Bodyguard. I'm like, cool. It, it's, it's the thing we were talking about of like, these are like white mom shows kind of. Like, I'm not saying that these shows are not legitimate but but it's just like i have no interest like out of those three i would watch a bodyguard the bodyguard first yeah yeah. um out of everything like looking at the list of those categories like i i have been meaning to watch american crime story it just got put up on netflix and i'm probably gonna watch it soon we have all of sharp objects on our dvr since it aired it's just like we had a lot going on when it actually was airing and it's like i the the things that were snubbed are more noteworthy in my mind than like what actually won yeah the and some of these categories are really stacked with talent it's just like there's a lot this year and who has time to watch all of these shows and movies i do like the fact that they simplify it down to like five nominees and only 25 categories yeah i i like that the oscars acknowledges what it does but at the same time they acknowledge almost too much and not enough as everyone said with the whole popular film debate it's like you should be taking what would have been the popular film category and do like a stunt court like coordinator category it's it's ironic that uh feige yeah is head of this charge like black panther nominated for everything yeah and then we'll see Spi- how that turns but, out though but then spider i know but yeah. i'm just saying yeah spider-verse steps in doesn't have a big push and yeah. it's already a big winner it is i it, it was the funny like a funny thing to see the cast of black panther giving spider-verse a golden globe yeah like it's, it's, the MCU maybe has like one or two technical awards yeah. and no big recognition yet, which I know Feige is striving for. And here's Sony uh, getting one winning best uh, animated feature. How can we forget about Academy Award winning Suicide Squad? That's for another day. <laughs> so then we also have the my earworm for the past like three months. Best original song. Obviously Shallow. Well deserved. I, I don't know any of the other songs. I you know all the stars. If it played on the radio, I would not be able to identify it's it. It's the song from like the end credits for Panther. I haven't seen Black Panther in several months. That is also true. Uh, but uh, that yeah, I I get that. But it is it's the same thing we were just talking about though. Where it's like in five or ten years, what's going to be the one song from a movie this year that everyone's still going to remember? And it's Shallow. shallow. That it's, is like it, it's it a has the perfect star power song. of Lady Gaga belting it the fuck out but it also is like such a well-composed song and it a well-executed really song that like if it 
if she just released this as like a single on her own as Lady Gaga, it would have done so well. It like I remember when the soundtrack first came out, and it was like Lady Gaga holds like five out of the top ten like songs on iTunes or something. Mm-hmm. Like it was some crazy number like that. And then it was funny because it was like Halsey had whatever was the other like the top five yeah. was like four Lady Gaga songs and then Halsey, and it was like everyone in the top five <laughs> appears in A Star Is Born. Um, but yeah, it's like that's well deserved. We'll see how the best song thing shakes out with the Oscars, but like it should be shallow as well. Either way, I get to see El Gaga in Bradley Cooper perform it at the Oscars most likely. We need to retweet the El Gaga meme again so that people actually know what it we're talking about back. and you don't just sound like you're being Spanish. <laughs> uh, but so then Regina King of the Watchmen TV show won. Okay, for can we can, now that we talk, talk about TV, can we do a quick sidebar about how HBO so, fucking so let, shook us? So HBO. HBO. Th- this is a warning to HBO. Don't do that again. Don't do we that an not, hour I'm not done. in. I'm not okay. done. Okay. Don't do that again. You can't just drop everything. New footage of two big, highly anticipated shows like of that all of your in the shows. span of thirty seconds. I'm not done. HBO, please. I'm warning you. Don't do it again. My nerd heart and brain can't process that in that short amount of time because I would like to watch the rest of the awards and keep live i don't want to have to rewind to watch it and see fucking jeremy irons as adrian v it's fucking amazing and then possibly possibly they never confirmed it but possibly most likely i know i just don't want to like be one of those people where it's like they took like they confirmed he's playing ozomitis it's like we we assume so based off of context clues but yeah that i the reason why i was not i wasn't trying to be like not all shows but i'm also like you you have no frame of reference but i was just like big little lies content i i get more of that so it was like for me it was like three different shows Mm. that i really like and care about all in the span of like 30 seconds and it if, was just like shit fuck oh my god if westworld had their shit together they would have been included but uh yeah but they're fine they'll be fine until westworld turns comes out back a season in five three. years <laughs> but no like watchmen like i'm just saying since we're a tv podcast we can t- kind of touch on this like the game of thrones footage despite it being really small looked great like watchmen has exactly the aesthetic that i expected it to but it also just feels so fresh and no nice. No idea what the hell is going on, and I love it. I love it. it. That's exactly what it should be. I'm so excited for that story to be told in this like yeah. prestige TV thing. So yeah, I'm and excited then, to see Regina King come off of this into that in a role that we have no idea what she's doing, yeah. how she's involved. Yeah. And it's just nice to have you know a POC in the Watchmen universe. There's several, but yeah, like there but will. Not, there, I mean, no, but there will be. The, se- I just yeah. mean there will be several in the show. And I'm talking from like the original. I understand. Yeah. I completely do. But yeah, that that teaser should have been like an hour in or like two hours in, where like everyone was losing steam. Mm-hmm. It was just we were all at like all the a second. Wind. We were all at the peak, and then we got that, and we got even higher, and then we just crashed down at, by like Green Book winning fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about that? Is fuck Green Book. So I, it that's a whole other long discussion. But Green Green Book, Book is the three billboards of this year. It's it the is, crash of this year. It is white. Uh, gets a lot of facts and a lot of other stuff wrong. Um, three white dudes wrote this movie that 
deals heavily with race issues. Apparently one of the people who wrote it is like the son of Viggo Mortensen's character, which like, okay, but also you can't take creative liberties on like the lives of people that you supposedly know. And then yeah, because apparently like I'll, we'll link to an article about it in the comments, but apparently like the family of Mahershala Ali's character was not happy at all with how it's portrayed. Because not only does the title like whitewash the whole concept of the Green Book, but then like everything beyond that is just like, this is a movie about race that's supposed to make white people feel better. And it's not, it's sugarcoating. There's always one of those every year. And it's that whole thing of like, if gosh, if we could just talk to each other, we'd accomplish so much. It's that stupid white nonsense that it's it's white feminism yeah in a nutshell yeah um but not white feminism is alfonso Caron winning for roma no surprise there even though you're like is you asked me is roma actually good <laughs> like you, you I turned have no to idea. me i honestly i can't really like i still don't entirely know what it's about because i want to watch it and so i was of the mindset of like i want to go in kind of blind and just see whatever wherever it takes me i'm just appreciative of alfonso for creating a tonal shift in the harry potter universe so thank you for that god you should link to that video that like really good yeah. video about prisoner of azkaban but yeah um, um rachel brosnahan won again no surprise. no surprise darren chris won and made a reference to a very potter musical in the year of our lord 2019 a solid half decade since anything starkid related has been come out and i'm just like what is life this is insane yeah. darren chris now has a golden globe and an emmy t-i-l it's like because yeah he won an emmy in september and i was like what the holy shit emmy winner darren chris i guess i slept through the emmys it, you you've slept since then yes <laughs> remember we were talking today and you were like this is our first like award show together and i'm like mm. you mean the emmys yes. in september and you were like oh yeah that was ages ago <laughs> yeah but, um, but and then yeah. to top it all off the globes get it they found two very good well rounded talented individuals mm-hmm. with sandberg and sandra O oh to host it was no punching down no ricky gervais yeah, I bullshit do, i do appreciate just this style of comedy that was on there were some people during the monologue on twitter who were like kind of oof about it because it was like not every joke was landing but it also wasn't the like but that's this fine. it's not supposed to be this whole like crazy punching down everyone's gonna laugh at how would, funny this I is i would thing. rather have this monologue where not every joke lands than something like ricky gervais or yeah tina fey punching down yeah. and mocking people or just making stupid like, obscene i jokes. do appreciate that the only real like this wasn't even punching down because it was genuinely funny it was like making fun of gaga and her hundred people in a room story like that's good that was and it was not something that everyone would understand immediately but just like them doing that and then cutting to lady gaga and her going no it's just endearing the the whole self-aware bit of like now we're gonna seem like real people by giving you pizza but we're not the academy we're gonna give everyone flu shots it's like such a ridiculous I need the I need the gif of Willem Dafoe getting a flu shot or mm-hmm. not wanting to get a flu shot, but like that, and then like letting Sandra O oh talk about why she took the job and how it's like, yeah, we might not have as strong of a diversity as next year as we do this year, but it just like it's worth noting that it's See, this year it's, kind of thing. It's stuff like that, like letting Sandra O oh speak from the heart. Yeah, that lets like, oh, they are real people, not doing stupid bits. Like we're gonna give pizza out yeah. to everyone. Yeah. So. 
Oscars. I will say people have people have kind of said like the Oscars is in this weird state of disarray that like it has never been in before where it's like you have no host. You're now maybe considering bringing Kevin Hart back as like a redemption story somehow. But it's honestly you should just get to the point where it's like you don't have a host. You just let people come out and present and then that's just the whole show. Because what we even saw with this one, the Golden the Globes tonight went like 20 minutes over and i'm like if you just cut the opening monologue like if you just cut like whatever opening sketch or whatever thing you try to do at the very beginning you're gonna like actually end on time and you're going to have like a diverse array of people presenting things and being on camera and not just like hi i'm chris rock or (laughs) like whatever it would streamline the whole thing because we know they ain't cutting awards yeah um so oscars the ball is in your court now you need to follow that up yeah uh find a good also, host well, okay don't. so here was another thing that i i remember them mentioning like i remember seeing this online and then actually having it happen in actuality with something else they deliberately went out of their way to not mention trump like i had seen a thing a which week was, ago that was like this is the trumpless award show which was a relief because we don't need reminders it's, of that and it, it was it's a noticeable but also not noticeable difference to not have any of those like they could still talk about politics and in real a roundabout life way and everything right? without having to like without having to just drag all of that right into it it like that seems like such a nice thing. It's just kind of like this is, it's not a safe space necessarily, but it's just like this is a Trump-free zone. Yeah. It's like the type of people who like, okay, we're going out to lunch. Everyone put their phone in the middle of the table. So like, it's like a phone-free mm-hmm. zone sort of thing. Yeah. So Oscars, again, you should follow suit. We'll see. Whoever is hosting or presenting. No one is hosting. I, yeah. I At this point, I will be shocked if they find anyone to host. They should just, like I said, just have a bunch of different presenters and have them be interesting combinations. Because, like, tonight, even, you were like... Having Idris Elba and Taylor Swift present together yeah. is fucking cool. You were like, more, more of that, of that. Place. Like, just these weird off-the-wall combinations of people that work because it gets tired of things like oh look at who they they gave a little reunion for these two co-stars from a movie 20 years ago it's like i yeah also okay i want interesting combinations can we just let chris pine just do everything can can he just host like that would be fine too that would bring the country together chris pine and as andy sandberg said his ugly horrible face (laughs) it's so ugly and horrible (laughs) so very daddy I'm glad you said it. Anyways, that's the Golden Globes. Yes. So if you couldn't tell, we're very tired. But this was this was an interesting start to the award season. Like I said, I feel like the, a lot of this stuff is a fluke. There's no way Green Book is winning Best Picture. There's no way Bohemian Rhapsody is winning Best Picture. It's like it's realistically going to be something completely else. Well, then again, the Oscars will have double the nominees. Yeah, but it'll also be those will be the weakest of the nominees, yeah. I have to say. So it like whenever the nominees come out, it'll be a completely different discussion. Like people will have forgotten about the Globes by then. Yep. So it's just kind of an interesting kickstarter. So join us. Look out for that episode. Yes. Um in the meantime, follow us on Twitter at tomato tomato pod sorry i'm pulling a john mulaney and talking through a burp you talk so follow us at tomato tomato pod on the twitter 
uh, you can email us at tomato tomato uh, pod dot email dot com whatever you know how just no. just just okay go DM to DM us on Twitter go to Twitter go honestly to Twitter. I I read a thing that was like when you sign off from a podcast you should only plug one thing because if you tell a listener to do eight things they get confused so just go to our go to our Twitter you'll find what you need from just there just do everything there yeah not everything though just open your twitter dot com app. Don't like go to I don't know. Don't like go to church and give us Bible verses on there, or like I don't know, write your live journal diary on there. But you know everything else tied to our podcast, just go. Just do that. So yeah. Um. Until next time, keep watching movies. Except right. And Green Book. Bye. <laughs>